think you were touching up oh, some of the female spectators mighty. and it kicked off. I bet it and did. And my mate, who were walking past, he said, I were walking past and I saw this Spider-Man and he's getting smacked by about three fellas. His mask had been ripped off and his balls were out. <laughs> It's a glorious day to be alive today, isn't it? It is about as good as you can get. It's uh, it's 24 degrees. The ocean is like a mirror. Mm. I had my little blue pill. There's, there's, well, these clouds in the sky, but it's, it's really nice. And you know the best thing about today? I bought more crypto last night. Woke up this morning, it made me a bit of money. My stocks have stopped tanking. So they're slowly coming back. You get up. I had a lot of work this morning, but work that I like to do. I've finished now. It's sunny. After I'm done here, I'm going to go home. And I think somewhere in between here and going home, someone's going to go to shit. Yeah, there's going to be a piano landing yeah. on your head or something. Someone's, uh, someone's going to yeah. go to shit. Are you, how about your two bob bits? My tits? No, well, you, you still got the shits. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I had the galloping shites for ages. Uh, I right. had the other day with my muesli diet. But I didn't know that the two bob bits meant shits. I thought they meant I thought it were tits. Well, how are your two bob bits? You, you still tits? have you still got the two bob bits? Well, you, you don't say how are your shits. You say oh, how I, I, <laughs> I how do. It would be how are your tits, and have you still got the two bob bits, which is shits? You've got to. You could say, do you still got? You could say it. You could say it. I've just yeah, invented well, it. That's, that's what you said. You've said, but you said to me, how was your? Two yeah, bob yeah, bits, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means tits. But if you said, "Have you still got the two?" You bob can bits? still say, "Have you?" What did I say? <laughs> you said, uh, "How? Uh, how was your two bob bits?" How your two bob? Yeah. How? How was your shits? How was your shits? You still say how? Yes, you do. Says that. <laughs> I was asked that the other day. That's why I, I remember the phrase Who two bob bits. Good old Ken. Oh God! Right. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did not. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard from him since he was in last week. <laughs> <laughs> he's MI6, that fella. Yeah, we've got a theory that he we exposed him on the web, yeah. and he's actually a CIA undercover triple bypass agent uh, for Albania, of all well, places. after we went out on that uh, see-through SUP and we came back, he was on the beach with his wife, and we, we'd not been sat down for a minute, and he was up and off, weren't we? Yeah. Taking his good vibes. Yeah, we were knackered. Let's have a little sit down. Okay, bye, bye guys. See you soon. Off to, off to send his report back to MI6. <laughs> They're still here. <laughs> My cover's been blown. Very yeah. likable guy. Ken, if you're listening, uh, let's have a pint very soon. Yeah. Uh, and I was very impressed with his intake. That's not, those, a yeah. it's not a euphemism. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was the, uh, <coughs> I was kind of the, not the referee. What what do you call that fellow that sits in the middle? A twit. No, the... Burke. Yeah, all right. Cocksucker. What, what is it? The... Moderator. The Yorkshireman. The moderator. You two were getting shit faced and I were moderator. Well, I've got to say, that's the, fir- the most amount of booze I've had in quite yeah. a while because I don't I, I don't hardly drink anymore. And this, we can't actually buy booze here now for about three weeks. You can't drink anywhere unless you buy it in a convenience store. Um, now, I hear that in Tokyo, the bars are open, although they're supposed to stay closed. There mm. are several ones that are open. So they're not putting, they're not putting bars on beach this year? Beg your pardon? They're not putting bars on You beach. invented the language. Speak the language. <laughs> They're not putting bars on beach this, this summer, are they? Is the question, will bars be on the beach? In which yeah, case... Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, no, no. It's uh, it's about as, as strict now as I've ever seen, which well, you, is still not that strict, but we can't drink in any restaurants or cafes in a daytime or an evening, but you can still get your cans at the local convenience store when, when i when i lived in tokyo i used to come down here at the beach in the summer and the bars were all open it was absolutely fantastic yeah and then i moved down here full time in 2013 so 2014 was my first summer here and all the bars were open on the beach in zushi and it's awful so 14 15 16 17 18 19 six years of the bars being open it's terrible i never went to the beach but this last year i were at the beach more because there were nobody there and it's it I mean, I think it's me just being a miserable old bastard. Well, that's you in most cases, yeah. whatever the case. <laughs> we had a nice time. Uh, no, it, it's, it was an odd time to have that quietness. And it's been great, to be honest. Yeah. It's nice if you live here because you can still have access to your own 
little shower room in your own place and get some beers quickly and go back home, have a nap, go back to the beach. The worst thing about the bars being shut is in 2019, summer of 2019, when it finished, in September, I got straight on the beach with me uh, metal detector and found a fucking shitload of money. Loads of money. Um, that cock ring? Well, I, I, found, I found about 30 grand. Yeah, I remember that. And, and uh, all sunglasses and you name yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads of Ray-Bans and shit like that. And then last year, nothing. No, but I saw blokes, Japanese blokes, doing the same with well, very hyper-modern I, machinery. Well, <laughs> my, mine were, uh, mine's a little shit one, but I still found a load of money yeah. that first year. No, I think someone's seen you and said, I, think I don't know. Because yeah. I'd never seen anybody on the beach before doing that. And then when I started doing it, you sort of see loads of other people doing yeah, it. Yeah, you've started a movement, this yeah. trend. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've seen a couple of blokes not long ago because I remember telling my missus, oh, that Darren used to do that. And they had these very like NASA-looking yeah. uh, things. Cost a fortune, I'm sure. If no, you mine were cheap, cheapest chips. I'm not fucking Well, I'm not surprised. I, 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 made, I made the money back on that thing the first day out. Well, I bet you also use a lot of your time. So if you calculate the value of your time... Yeah, but the kids were in bed. I was going down there after half past eight. I was spending a couple of hours on the beach. So two hours on the beach would... Bring me in about eight grand. God, are you probably a mind sweep or something? People were watching. Well, people you. were seeing me and they were seeing me digging up. And because I, you see, I'd done the recon. I'd done the recon. So me and the kids would walk up and down the beach at night, and we'd see which bars the people that were most pissed. Right. And those that had a beer garden, sort of like on in the bar, with little slats, because the wood on the floor had little gaps in. So I was finding all them bars. And then as soon as they packed up and left, I went straight there, and the money they were pulling up from there. All right, so you got thirty thousand yen. Yeah. Uh, how much did it cost this machine? Uh, four. Okay. And how many hours do you think you spent there? Okay, it's free money. Yeah, but you spent your time. So what if you were earning five hundred yen an hour? Don't care. There's not just thing as free money, mate. Well, what would I have been doing instead? From half eight to Rubbing half one ten out? on a night, what we're going to be doing? Rubbing one out. <laughs> well, Ripping well, the top off? Well, my wife sat in front of the telly. I just sat at the side of her rubbing one out. Well, I never knows the depths of a Yorkshire <laughs> mind. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, put, ripping the top off. I think it was Gav who once told me that. Yeah. Rip, 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 ripping well, the we, what we top off? We would say knocking one out. But I, I mean, the Australians are so creative with their, with their expressions. Rip it? What do you mean? Well, apparently there's a bottle that you got to rip the top off, and the motion is similar to that or something like that. I were never disappointed by our Australian cousins. I was talking to, um, well, one of my friends sent me a message the other day, um, and she's been listening to this. About your wine catalogs? No, she's been listening to this fucking garbage. I don't know why. Well, but thank you her, very much. Her, her husband. There's a plug. Who, who is my mate as well. He, um, they were pissed up, and they'd locked... They'd left the key in house, shut the door, and it were on a latch. So they'd gone to Boozer, come back, and he said, "Don't worry, I can get the, I can get in through the window and let you in." I think I'm following the story. Anyway, I'm filling in gaps five here. Five minutes but later, his legs broken in three places. Oh Christ! Because yeah. he's gone through kitchen window. So ouch. So she was telling me, "Oh, we've been in, he's been enjoying listening to your podcast because." It's just on couch for the next three weeks to a month, maybe longer. Maybe longer. Isn't well, it? we finally got a regular listener. Her, kid, her eldest kid, and this is what um, our thing, her eldest kid, has, she's just taken him to Manchester Airport with girlfriend, and off they've gone into the night, and they're in Bali now. And I was saying to her, What? They travelled? Yeah. To, yeah Bali? to Bali? I thought they were letting anybody in there. No, well, what happened was they've, they've gone, and they got quarantined. I don't, I, don't, well, I don't even think it was a week. They got quarantined in this cheap hotel in in Bali for maybe five days I don't think we're a week and now they're out amongst oh don't amongst them so I was saying and she's she's put these posts on Facebook saying oh you better come back and now I, I sent her a message I said look probably probably the uh, the news you don't want to hear is that you probably won't come back because my mum were going through the same thing 20 years ago you know, when she w- when she dropped me off at Manchester Airport, right. I went, never fucking went back. But I would, I would think yeah, that's just you, isn't it? I was thinking, it's a well trodden story what her son's doing now, 
and it's the same one I did. So it's the kind yeah. of cliched story. Yeah. Off you go. You, you you get on your you get on your flight with your girlfriend in Manchester or Gatwick or wherever, mm-hmm. and off you go over to Asia or wherever you're going. Yeah. And you have a fantastic three months. Yeah. If you're lucky, six months, and you're with your girlfriend and you're seeing all this new stuff and it's blue ocean, yeah, yeah, palm yeah, trees, yeah. but then tropical cocktails. Then you get to this Sunset. plateau where you you've been with each other constantly, constantly. And things start to annoy you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't think the story was going to go that way, actually. No, I was what thinking. I'm saying is, I'm, I'm just saying to my friend what you should expect him to come back like, right? Single. So you'll be enjoying yourself in Asia. Maybe they'll come back, they'll run out of money and they'll come back and they'll stay in Bradford and they'll earn a bit of money. And off they go again. And the second trip won't be as good as the first trip and there'll be more arguing. And he probably is probably not going to come back with the same woman he left with, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I sort of sense a personal <laughs> <laughs> mixture of thoughts in, in this but man's future. It's been done by many a person. Yeah, it? not everybody. You're projecting your no, <laughs> shitty past on it. I think. I'm just saying, as the the stuff that you're getting back now. Well, the chances are high that it will follow that path. Yeah. I mean. It, realistically speaking but then that's the way it's supposed to be going right that's, that's the way he's in asia and you, you he'll, he'll start off going you know I, I don't get it with these asians and i don't know what all the fuss is about and you'll see that what, what the, fuss you, about people saying how beautiful they are oh, oh and no. you'll see the enormous fat man with a with a really really beautiful woman you say well no i don't, I don't want any of that well the fat man but has I a mean, fat wallet you, you mean see, she is a stunning woman even now she's maybe six or seven years younger than me but she's a stunning woman and her son is a good looking fucker oh yeah they're good looking fucker w- so you wouldn't he, say he, no yeah you wouldn't say no i don't think i would no <laughs> <laughs> honestly but it, he's um so i mean he's gonna be in asia and then it'll oh, get no. to a point where i go jesus christ look at this thing you know well i don't think you should talk about that that that, that happens naturally well, it's I'm, a natural i'm just, I'm just Saying what may happen, <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying what the, the bleak situation <laughs> you're just just what describing. Yeah, I'm describing what happened to me. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what really this is about. But yeah, but what what great memories though? When because most people who travel out to Asia have the same experience. You're right; that is a very common thread. That first, yeah, but three what? or four months, it's just mind blowing. Oh I've yeah, t- I've said to you many times. Jealous of think of people doing that now because I remember my yeah, uh, it's it's really reminiscing. I suppose. Yeah. But when and I mean those two, that her kid and uh, his girlfriend, they're coming from the same place I came from, right? And w- what happened? Out the only way I can describe it is you you leave Bradford or you leave England. And Hooray! It's, and it's black and white, and as soon as you land in Asia, it's as if the top of your head's been taken off and somebody's just poured a load of colour in and put the lid back on and happiness <laughs> and, and, and freedom I'm, I'm, I shit you not I, I, I shit you not it mm. was fantastic yeah well, when I was travelling throughout Asia to different countries in Southeast Asia and the Brits that I met they did all strike me as kind of the released souls kind mm. of released into the wild and having a ball having yeah. a great time about yeah. and not boozing only you know it, it's more exploring and doing different things and, and travelling well and, and Traveling very long, to be honest, and then when I would meet the French or the other Germans or other other yeah. continental Europeans, they're a bit more. Well, yeah, this is what we're supposed to be doing, and yeah. but the Brits seem to have a much more of a, a a better time, and I think that's because they were coming out of an environment that is a bit more restricted in yeah. in some ways. Uh, it's hard to describe whether it's positive or negative, but it it does seem like that. Yeah. Met a great Yorkshireman in uh, in Borneo. In uh, he climbed the big mountain, the biggest mountain in Southeast Asia, Kinabalu. And I met him in a in a in a little crappy pub on a corner in uh, Kota Kinabalu, the, the capital city of Borneo, the Malaysian part. Yeah. And uh, he had an accent heavier than yours. Uh, it was hard to l- figure this man out. Yeah. And I was with Brian, the uh, the Irish fella. And even he was well, I'm, I can hardly understand this bloke. But he, but he seemed to be so happy and yeah. and 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 living his life. Mm. He was only a young man, 25, 26. But uh, being out there so far away from home and and it wasn't as he expected it to be. Everything yeah. was different than what he thought it'd be. And it was much safer and much better and much yeah. 
you're very colourful, I suppose. Is the I, right I, word. I, I, I cannot explain that. But then when I did it again by myself, I've, I've done it three separate times. I did it with somebody, which I thought was fantastic. I did it by myself, which was fucking amazing. Just by myself. Didn't go with anybody. I went by myself and I hitchhiked through Burma. That was fucking amazing. Because I, I met, I were, in, I were in Rangoon, I met some people and they just said, let's meet up in Mandalay for Water Festival in two weeks. And everybody went um, northeast, west. And we sort of came round in an ellipse and we met in Mandalay. But I I took, I had this family, the hotel family, they, they rung forward and they took me up through the country. Um, and mm-hmm. I was in, I, w- I was, I think, I, it, in I, Nam. Think it was, I think it was north of Bagan, because Bagan is where, for some reason, years ago, they started building all these temples. And I was there. <laughs> I was there in Bagan. Chuck Norris. Yeah. So, but I, I then traveled north. I were hitchhiking north of Bagan. And I got dropped off in this little farming village. And I was waiting. I were hitchhiking. Nobody picked me up. And this farm girl, this rice worker, came out of the fields. And she was absolutely fucking stunning. Stunning looking woman. Maybe mid 20s. And she spoke a little bit of English and she said to me, what are you doing? I said, well, I've got to, I'm going up to Mandalay, but nobody's picking me up. She said, well, no buses are coming past. There's going to be no cars. Come with me. And she took me into a village. Right? She took me into a village. And I'm, I'm shit, as if fucking C3PO had walked in because everybody came out and the kids were running around me and laughing. And I stayed there for two nights, three days, two nights. I've never been more at peace mm. ever because <coughs> the men, the, there were a river and rice fields. The women would get off into the rice fields, the men would go out and fish the river, they'd come back in the afternoon, they'd have a rest, and then the men would get the beer out and the women would cook. And they invited me in. I was sleeping in this this room of somebody's house, and it was I could have stayed there. I could have stayed. No, there. no, I don't think I you could. Have, well, I could have stayed there for a, 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 a quite week. a while. <laughs> I could have stayed there for quite a while. And this, I think this this girl, she was quite taken with me. She was furious. I, I just wonder what happened to her. My eyes are was she farsighted? Well, I think. I think the military have probably burnt that village and murdered everybody by now. The way it's going. Oh, don't yeah, that's some nasty stuff. Yeah, but but that I've that bit of the travelling, I've never been more at peace in my life. There, it was just everything. You did stuff when it was time to do stuff. There were no clocks or watches or. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, we're having a nice chat. Let's it not was, go into it was this. Brilliant brilliant and then i said look i've got to go i found my mutual space i said look i've got to go and then i met up with a lot the people that i met up with the people that i'd met in mandalay and it was just a fucking three days of debauchery absolute i mean mandalay fort the burmese were just throwing hose pipes in there and just spraying everybody and we we rented out these rickshaws and they would take us on a circuit around the palace and we had as beers and as weed and as beetle nut and we were just shit pissed. And there were people driving who were more pissed than me. But that's during the army days, right? Wasn't there any? No, this two thousand seven. No, it's bit, yeah, but that's still during yeah, the time. Yeah, but yeah. wasn't wasn't there a crackdown no, on, on anything? No, no, you ki- even the military can't stop that shit. The military were out huh. partying with us. Huh. As soon as they saw some white faces, because there's not there weren't many whites um, up in Mandalay. But then, like you were saying, I met some New Zealanders and um, some Australians and an Irish fella. And it, it didn't seem blasé to them, but I seemed to be more, can you fucking believe this? And they were, mm. you know, I, I and, and uh. I, that were after I'd done a load of travelling. Yeah, I, I often yeah. think back to that, that fucking farm girl. Could I just... No, world. come on, don't spoil it. No, I was just thinking, could I have just told the world to fuck off and stayed there? Oh, I thought you just want to say, no, <laughs> you no, know, no. because it, it was just so peaceful, you know. 
I don't know. That sounds too much to me, like the the man who's discovered this very peaceful place and mm. then thinks he's going to spend his whole life. Then after he gets bored, he annoys the locals. He gets he gets <laughs> murdered brutally yeah, in, a, yeah, in a ditch yeah. somewhere. Yeah. But you wonder, don't you? You know, when someone's when, when what, be careful what, what you wish what for. We're used to, you know, telephones, TV, nine to five, this and that, internet. You know? But when everything, when all that fucking background noise is taken away. And you're getting up in the morning and you're fishing and you're getting some rice in and you're coming back at night and you're eating. Yeah, but after, again, after three weeks, you'll be craving Kentucky for a chicken or you'll be craving whatever. Where's the local porn place? What? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I do see what you mean. I've had similar experiences, similar time, but you got to think realistically. After, after a while, you, you, you're not meant for that place. Yeah. Very few people are. But I, I, I don't even I don't even think I would be able to find it to be honest because I, I had no I, I knew I were north of began, but I don't know where I was. All right, enough reminiscing. Yeah. Here's a question for you: As a Brit, you, well, are you a northerner? Uh, is there a difference? What have you been most ashamed of uh, when you travel that you've seen other Brits do that you thought? Uh, as a behaviour or, or what they've done. Well, I'm never going to tell you what I'm most ashamed of because that everybody everybody should have that one thing. No, not you yourself. I mean, what oh, you've right. seen other Brits do abroad. But I'm just saying everybody's got that one thing, haven't they? Where where they're saying to themselves, oh, I'll just keep that one to myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm, I'm stressing uh, other people, <laughs> not <laughs> yourself. Right. I saw the air quotes there. Um, <laughs> what? Well, especially we get too pissed. It, it does seem to happen a lot, you, the Brits. You Brits. Get, the Brits get too pissed because... Beyond because drunk and just yeah, yeah, until, until you fall and down. I've, and I've, I've said this before, it's because the government says to you, you've got to stop drinking at 11 o'clock. Well, I've heard the argument before, but I, I just can't well, see. But it hasn't... But that hasn't the rest of Europe... Yeah, but that's been cancelled, that rule, yeah, yeah. for how many years now? Yeah, but it's it's got to work the generation through. Well, that, that means current generations don't have that, yeah, young so, people. I think as soon as, as, soon as that generation that grew up with last orders dies out or <laughs> gets to an age where they're not drinking anymore i think it'll sort of smooth itself <coughs> out but people i don't think people are drinking as much anymore well you that's a global trend yeah, yeah yeah you don't see that anymore yeah and good 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 on them eh? I'm, mm. I'm surprised but yeah it's it's that's good but news I, with with the brits it's definitely drinking it does and, seem and to be also, ingrained and a bit so um you know when when you're speaking to somebody and they don't understand you, so you just say your English slowly. As oh, shouting it, yeah. No, well, well, when somebody doesn't understand you and then they'll just say the same sentence slower. <laughs> Where is the <laughs> yeah, beach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Embassy, embassy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's what... Making that's what gestures of an embassy. <laughs> I don't know what about the Dutch. Is, is the Dutch more a sexual thing? They go over and... I beg your pardon? Well... Well, we should all be ashamed if your countrymen go for, well, for the sex Dutch, tourism. The Dutch are mad for it. They don't, there's no taboo oh, to what? it, is there? In, in well, Holland. but that's back home as well. I don't yeah. think there's a big taboo at home of no, sex. What, what do the Dutch do? Though? Well, but what embarrasses me, yeah. there's a couple of things. Uh, uh, when when an airplane lands full of Dutch people, yeah. they seem to clap. Yeah. That that annoys me. That, ha that has happened quite a few times. Yeah. Um, uh, other Other than that, when I've been in... Uh, places where I've met Dutch people, we we, we tend to avoid each other because we don't want to meet other Dutch people yeah. at all. So I've actually pretended to be not Dutch. I've pretended to be South African or pretended yeah. to be any any other country apart from from Dutch. And even when the other person, oh, I'm from from Holland. Oh, are you now? Oh, are you now? <laughs> oh, are you now? <laughs> I'm from uh, I'm Kenneth Williams. <laughs> Uh, so it, that's ingrained. We don't want to be seen somewhere and being Dutch yeah. and meeting another Dutch person. You want to have that private experience, yeah. which is a bit stupid, really. Uh, but no, we I've never seen dr Dutch people very drunk like I've seen Brits. No, no. Or even Irish people. Yeah, I think it's just it's, well, it's a it's a culture thing. But it, it's not a religious thing because the Irish are a different religion, as we've as history yeah. has pointed out. So it's not connected to strong religion because italians have that so do the spanish but but the italians and the spanish know how to drink the, s the spanish get pissed two or three times a day 
Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's not connected to any religion that, that you can't drink because of religion, so they drink secretly mm. because the religion is so but strict. W- when I lived in Spain, I wanted I stopped drinking in Spain. Imagine that. A, a country where it's okay to get pissed twice a day and I stopped drinking. Mm. But they they get to a certain level and they keep it constant. Whereas the Brits, oh, we're going, we're going to the pub. Right, we've got from this time to this time, mm. let's get as much down as throat as we can. Even abroad, yeah, and and this is, that's where they get that's why Brits get caught out abroad in Spain and stuff like that because there's no last orders, so they go at it like a bullet a gate, and uh, no, but then because that's young people now today. There was trouble in Spain only a couple of months back with mm. all the youngsters who were yeah, overly that, drunk. But the re- that that were also because they refused to uh, follow COVID rules. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. All right, what, what do you think an Aussie would be ashamed of when they travel that other Aussies do? I don't have no idea. I'm, I'm so curious Australian. to see. No, well, you can imagine. I'm always curious what other people find embarrassing that their own country does. The biggest, one of the biggest throbbers I've ever met. Pardon? With, with the, one of the biggest dicks I've oh. ever met were an Australian. from, and He were up in Tokyo. And he were being a dick in Tokyo. And then they were down in Kagoshima doing some medical tests. And he turned up on this test, <laughs> and the wo- the woman would take blood every every hour, so you had to lay on your bed. And when she would take blood, he'd start touching her up, and he'd pick her up and run around ward with her. He thought it oh. were hilarious. He were a cunt. He were a fucking cunt. Yeah. So they stopped him going down, <laughs> and uh, he kept messaging him saying, "Oh, can I come?" Because he were a big drinker, and he, as soon as he got the money, he spent it. He said, oh, "Can I come back down? Can I come back?" And he said, "You're never coming here again." Uh. Yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, I want to see you next Tuesday, that fella. Yeah, but that's not mutually but Australian, is it? The first time I met him, it were in Yogi Park, and there was some free concert on. You know, in that thing in Yogi Park, mm-hmm. and he had this this teddy bear kangaroo, and he came up to me and he took his he took me can off me and he put his can to this this toy kangaroo and pretended the kangaroo were taking a drink. And I just said, give me a can back, you cunt. <laughs> and he, he, he fucked off and he did it to somebody else. And well, I mean, you, th- that's just a character. We all no, know people no, who no. are like e- that. Every, and I, w- I were talk- we talking about him to other people. Random strangers that I've never met before. I said, oh, have you, have you, there's this cunt, um, this Australian, um, and I said his name. And they said, oh, we know him. Yeah, what a fucking twat he is. Uh-huh. And then, as if by magic, he appeared. <laughs> he appeared. And Tom were Hello. with me. You know Tom Gowan? Of course, yeah. Tom were with me. Soft and cock. it was the first time that Tom had met him. And this Australian would go, bah, 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 bah. and then I get a message on my phone, and I looked at my phone, and it was Tom, who was stood opposite me, and it just said, Help this me. guy is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is does this man's name begin with a K? J. Okay, no, then it's a different person. Yeah. I I know this Aussie who who's yeah. just gets some white tits. Bald head. Oh no 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 no. He was a complete prick. Um, uh, did he go to the rugby? I've, no 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 no. Well, he, I don't know. He probably did, but he was he was getting himself into all sorts of shit. I mean, he was getting battered. He used to dress up as Spider-Man and do kids' parties, right? And um, But he'd get blind drunk, so he'd <laughs> end up in fighting. And I, w- I was talking to a fella from Australia who had gone to the Athens Olympics in 2004, and on the, on the road down to the Olympic Stadium, they had all these characters, so he'd throw his hat out and he'd pretend to be Spider-Man. But I think he was touching up. Oh some God of the female almighty. spectators and it kicked off I bet it and did. my mate who were walking past he said I were walking past I saw this Spider-Man and he's getting smacked by about three fellas his mask had been ripped off and his balls were out <laughs> <laughs> well this the man the Olympic spirit yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and he, came to, he came to Tokyo and then this dickhead came to Tokyo separately and he'd seen him before being a dick in Athens <laughs> And there he is in Tokyo. That's excellent. <laughs> no, that man deserves his own YouTube channel. He needs to be followed yeah, and just laughed at. What a fucking throb of that fellow. 
Yeah, but that's not mutually exclusive Australian. <laughs> that but, could be but any I'm country. I'm just saying, yeah. if Australians are embarrassed of anything, it's him. <laughs> they're not, they're a not national about the things, though, it's just him there must be a national symbol this Backing man out. stop yeah. him traveling embarrassing us but he were, he were getting he were getting battered every other weekend and it, like he'd go home and he'd recover from all his bruises he'd go out again get drunk and it'd happen again and he just couldn't i remember Didn't give be, up i remember being in that 300 yen bar in shibuya and he walked in and all the gaijins in the bar at the same time just looked down at the beer as if not to make eye contact. So mm -hmm. he went over and started bothering some Japanese people. And it were every gaijin in that gaijin bar. I don't remember any 300 yen bar in the in Shibuya. Yeah, you do. Yeah, no. You do. do you know where the burger king oh, you know is? Oh, yes. I'm sorry, I do. Do you mean the one in the basement? No, 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 no. It's at street level. Do you know where the Burger King is? Do you yes. know where the McDonald's is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. On that pedestrian Yes, street. I know. It. It's you on the left. to the end. Yeah. It's by the staircase. Outback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's on left-hand side. And yes, I do know that. Yeah. Uh, I know it very well, in fact. Great haunt for foreigners. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, but that's a bit... Uh, t uh, what is it called? Takauchi or ta uh, yeah, Takaguchi, like yeah. Something like that. Um, I, I remember our Australian mate uh, told me that was taken over by a couple of Tongans. Yeah. And they were running the place now. It's got much better, and there's much no, less hassle. No messing about in there. No, no, no. no it, it became Tongans or or Fuji, Fuji, Fujians, Fujians, Fijians, Fijians, Fujians, <laughs> Foo Fighters. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a couple of islanders took it over, and it seemed to have quietened mm. down. But yeah, you think when they're in charge, I'm not sure if that's particularly quiet. But that's that's where I would start my night because you'd go out, you'd go out with whoever you were with, and they had a you had a basket in on the table. And everybody would throw a thousand yen in, and you oh, just sort you out. Just yeah. ordered rounds. Yeah. Um, so you, you'd get you'd get three three and a bit drinks for that. That's yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Seven quid for. I mean, it with a cheap beer, but if you started off there and got yourself a bit, get a bit of a fresh on in there, and then out into the night in Tokyo. Well, the only place you can beat that would be a nomi hodai yeah. at an izakaya for a thousand yen. Two hours unlimited drinking for yeah. what is that six quid? Yeah, imagine that. You put it in, in in London or in in. in but what the what these restaurants don't take into consideration is the foreigners going in there. Well, if I'm sure Japanese, they do now. You're yeah. just having a couple of drinks, yeah. and then you're getting off. Two beers, well, yeah. three beers in three in two hours, yeah. and you let loose a gang of New Zealanders, Kiwis, yeah. uh, and Aussies, Brits. and Brits, and yeah, if you go to a Korean barbecue and they put that thing in table and you get all your food and all your drink yeah. for like 2,000 yen and yeah. you, you, you're putting down a foundation with your, with your food and then you're throwing a load of beer down your neck and then out you go. Yeah, yeah it's it's a funny thing. And we've, we've discussed this many times, so we shouldn't. Yeah. But, but it's a great thing here. You just can't do that in Europe. No. There's no way you can do that. Yeah. People eat themselves to death and drink themselves to death in a single night. I tell you, uh, well, if we're not talking about, I tell you what, I've, <laughs> I tell you what I've discovered. If we're not discussing any further, I've got, I've found another stage of life which I think has only b been able to come out during social media death time. No, you, well, well, you've got your, you've got you when you were born, you've got when you were a kid, adolescence, and then adulthood, and then middle age. Now I'm seeing. I don't know if you're seeing it now because we're of the same age. But those people who had kids early on, now the kids have flown the nest, and now they they were they're at home with wife by themselves in the mid forties to fifties, and they're splitting up. A lot of people are splitting mm. up oh, because yeah, yeah. obviously Certainly. you're not the person you were twenty five years ago, and you're starting to realise what a cunt each other, what are the the other person's like. That took you twenty years to realise. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I've I've seen now. And because people aren't able to get away and travel, so oh. the, the the splitting up, the moving into an house on their own, and they're in the forties or the fifties, they think right, the dating game. Yeah. Now a friend of mine, I went to school with him, and uh, he's split up from his wife. His kids have flown the nest. They're at university, and he put a picture of him and his new girlfriend, right, and it. Underneath it said, I've got myself an older woman, LOL. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. 
That's her name? She's 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 old, fucking old. Old, old. Now, dating an older woman when you're in your 20s or your 30s is quite... Oh, it's great, man. Hot. We've all been there. When you're in your fucking 50s. Or your, well, he's 50. Well, how old is this woman? She's just fucking old, old. What, a free bass pass? I don't think she's getting up there, but she must be pushing 60. Wasn't that old? If, you, if you're 50... No, no, no. You think you've been you've been married for twenty five years and then you become divorced. You've not done all that sleeping around really if you've yeah. got married at twenty five and then you think, right, now now's my time. <laughs> I'm gonna get old. But you can't travel to do it like these fellas do that get themselves off to Asia. Yeah. So you've got to pick from your 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 stock. Well, I, I think lots of but, No, I think the middle aged men usually would go for a younger woman. And embarrassed themselves by having a 25-year-old and paying for for the works, you know. And I don't want to be horrible. I don't want to be horrible, but... But have a go. She's got skin like Mother Teresa, right? She's got Mother Teresa's face, right? And she's because she's because she's bagged herself a younger fella at 50, she's got her hair done, right? So she's got her hair done like fucking Rachel from Friends, you know, just to, just to look younger. But right. she's got this... She's got this face, this skit, and she's she's a smoker. So she's been banging down, I don't know, 20 embassy every day. And uh, the only pictures you see of her are in pubs, so she's obviously a big drinker. And she's got that smoker face. And like I say, she looks like Mother Teresa. Steady on, you're giving me the right horn here. <laughs> but you, can, you, can, you know when you wake up in the morning, and you when, when you woke up in the morning and you're waking up next to a new person that you've, You've, oh, wonderful right, memories. So you're opening your eyes, but he's going to be opening his eyes and he's looking at his own ball sack because <laughs> that's, what, that's what a face looks like. A shriveled old walnut. Uh, well, you're making assumptions here like I can't believe, mate. He, he's, he's in love. He's found a new... He's turned over well, a new it, leaf. Why is he written out? The, the thing that gave... LOL. I found myself an older woman. LOL. Just leave the LOL out. You know... He obviously knows... That she's well, why write older woman? He doesn't have to write. I found myself a new woman. Great. It, I mean, he didn't have to write older woman because it's fucking there to see. Well, again, I don't know. People find a new lease of life and good luck to them, whatever it is. Well, I mean, it, it's yeah. it's usually a younger woman, right? Which she's not a lease of life. She's fucking lease of death. <laughs> she, she's old. There's nothing wrong with that, mate. Ageism. We're being confronted here with ageism. You're an ageist. <laughs> but to to get, I mean, to get into the game again in your fifties, well, better, I mean, better I mean, than getting on I, the game. I got I got back into the game again at thirty five, which I would I would just on a cusp where it wasn't weird. Do you know what I mean? Weird according to whom, mate? Well, if you're generalising it through no, if, very if, thick sunglasses, if, as you if, say, if I were getting back in the game at fifty. Right, I'll, I'll see you in Bangkok. I'd, I'd think it. I'd think it would be a bit weird. But I got back in the game at thirty-five, and I, I got back in the game in the best city in the world for a single man, which was Tokyo. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. it's, it's it's a great place to become single. Is Tokyo? Yeah, as a thirty-five-year-old white man. Oh, you, you cannot put a foot wrong. Yeah, you and kind of you, blessed. You, you cannot put a foot wrong because it's just. And I, I didn't I didn't realise what I was missing, <laughs> and I just I embraced it for maybe two or three years. Loved it, loved being single, absolutely loved it. But I was dating an old I was dating a couple of older women. Um, when I became single, what's your biggest age gap then? Well, I was so I was thirty five, and th this woman was forty seven. Well, that's not a big difference. Well, not, but it felt it when I. Because I, I mean, she was gorgeous, absolutely stunning, stunningly gorgeous woman. But in the back of my head, I was thinking, fuck me, in three years you're going to be 50. That was always playing on a loop in the back You've of my head. You've got some issues about age, mate, really. But she were Let yourself go. Let the seed of love gush go. forth. <laughs> <laughs> but she were, she were beautiful. She was very intelligent. She was loaded. She lived in Azerbaijan. Oh, nice area, right. yeah. yeah. That's like the Chelsea of, of, of Tokyo. And she um, she had a membership. Have you ever been to... 
American clubbing the pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Been in there once through a special invitation. Yeah. That's a uh, very rare. Well, she used to use that place to network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it's for. But yeah, it, to yeah. be a member is it's a ridiculous amount. I, I have no idea how much it was, but she said, "Come on, I'll take you there and I'll show you around." And she would just go in there to show me off. When I got there, she would just go in there to show me off. Fucking showing me off. Jesus, yeah, how was, bad was your she life? She must have lost a bet or how something. How bad was your <laughs> life I got that you're taking me? Anyway, I went a charity there. bet. <laughs> I went there, and uh, we met up with a, with a mate who were of similar age, but she had a Canadian fella in tow who was maybe a bit younger than me. And he and we sat down and we ate, and he were looking up at me, as if to say, "Oh, you're in the same boat as me." And I was. So, so th- these two women were just... You're both toy boys, yeah, yeah, that's what you just are. Just showing us off. Anyway, this woman sat down and... Um, How much? Who, <laughs> who, she was an American woman in her 50s. Who was Dick... What was Dick Cheney's... Um, Dick Cheney's company that he, he sold? Halle Burton. Halle Burton. Well, all the Halle money. Burton, yeah. Halle? Uh, Halle? Her husband were a director of Halle Burton Asia. Right, so she sat down. She sat down and she starts chatting away, and she said, "Summer," she said, "You know, you know the uh, the shallow water lobster in this in this uh, restaurant is the best I've ever tasted outside Maine. Right, that will stick with me for the rest of my fucking life. For for somebody to say summer so fucking privileged mm. like that, and then we talk, and I said, "What what's your What's your husband do? She says, why are you asking me what my husband does? Why don't you ask me what I do? I said, well, what do you do? She says, I look after my children. I said, so what does your husband do? Because she won't pay for any of this shit. Um, and she says, oh, Ali- it works for Halliburton. Capital A. Halliburton, <laughs> Asia. And I said, oh, so he, sell, he, he sells death to Asia then, does he? And she said, what do you know of the world? That's what she said to me. What do you know of the world? You're only a toy boy. Yeah. Shut up and be pretty. And and then she turned to the woman I was with and said, uh, "Get him on a leash, will you?" I said, "What are you talking? Pun- punish him. <laughs> yeah, get him on a leash, you. will you?" And then this Canadian fellow went, "Look, look, look, mate. It's best just to pipe down." <laughs> so everybody were against me around this table. Anyway, she she just kept, you know, as if she, just so privileged, so fucking privileged. How did you stand it? Because if that was me, I would have just gone very drunk and probably would have insulted oh, yeah, them. I, I, threw, I threw a load down. And then after a bit, she, 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 after about an hour, she sensed the atmosphere. and just Because I don't think she'd ever been spoke to like that before. And this fella, this Canadian fella, he'd been here many times with this woman, so he knew how to play the game. Uh, uh. And you can't really tell somebody like me to do that. <laughs> a, a lot of people the I proud know, Yorkshireman yeah, in you. Well, a lot of people I know would have just taken it, but the woman I was with, she, she after about three weeks, she was saying, "You know, you don't have to work anymore. You know, I can, I can look after you if you want. You can, you can move in here, or there's, a, there's an apartment just over the way from me that you can move into if you want." What? Because yeah, she says the company own this, but I'm kind of like in charge of the company. And it was a nice little bougie with that, huh. like one bedroom apartment. So and you said no? I'm like, then I'm somebody's bitch, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> somebody's rich she, bitch. She, she, were, she were offering me all these things and she were offering travel and presents. And, but it just wasn't for me. Bloody hell. Yeah. I admire your balls. Yeah, it just, <laughs> but I think she was just... She, she was just... Well, she was 47 year old. No Asian man is going to go anywhere near her. Yeah, that so would I think have been. She, w- she was just grabbing on with both hands. Well, wanting some nice company, and she chose mm. you. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I know. I, I, I know. She, she probably wouldn't have taken me back to American Club again. But yeah. Oh well, plenty of other places to go but to. I, I, I didn't think there were places like that anymore. No, there, rich, there's a couple. People, well, it, it were like yeah. it, it were like you see those country clubs in America, you know, yeah, where yeah, people, yeah. where white people gather. Colonials, ex-colonials, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of places in Tokyo where th- I remember being taken by this very wealthy woman to Roppongi Hills. Yeah, has a entire floor that you can't get in unless you're a member of that floor, yeah. and that costs a ridiculous amount of money. 
Anyway, she took me there because of her husband's yeah. connections. And it, this this entire restaurant is is just exclusive for people who go to this restaurant. Yeah. You can't make a reservation. You have to be a member. Went there, um, and the price was so outrageous. I thought, is this per 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 night per dish? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, but it was a great place. Yeah. But I thought, well, that's a nice life to lead. But how often do you come here? Well, once a year. I have to but pay whatever it was. How much? When you went into that American club, how mm. much do you think? They are paying a month for membership there. Uh, well, uh, I was told this by our Australian mutual friend, our other listener, because uh, his mate is a member there, and it w- I think, oh, Chris, now, now I can't remember it, but it was a couple of hundred thousand a year to be a member. A year? I think I so, yeah. It was going to be more than that. But how much are you paying monthly? Well, whatever <laughs> it is per. So 200,000 a year to become a member? No, no, I think it was 500,000. So half a million. Plus, but, I, but I can't remember, honestly, I can't remember. I thought, I thought, did I, I thought that would be the monthly fee. Well, I, I mean, that's just going going there, right? Yeah. But they've got childcare and a, a gym and a restaurant. They've got everything there. Mm, yeah. <coughs> but yeah, but I think the membership doesn't allow you to do that. you still got to pay extra if you if you eat there, if you drink mm. there, if you go there. But with with all those places that you go to, you go in there, and there's a there's an atmosphere. Oh, that it's you all you can't really uh, put your finger on. Well, it's networking. But you it's just purely know, networking. You just know you don't want to be there. Hmm. <clears throat> I I've been to those networking parties, and obviously I'm not networking. But you've got so much fucking freedom if you go in there and not doing any networking because you see people running about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. kissing ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, that, and the other. And people have come up to me and, uh, oh, what do you want? And I just lie. Hmm. And then they'd say, oh, well, give me your card, give me your card. Well, most and of I, them. And I would say, why are you kissing my ass so much? Why don't you just talk to me normally? So, you know, there's no reason to kiss me ass. And they'd, and they'd go. Well, there's, there's nothing to be had. Yeah. You got no fucking self-respect. No, but that's not what it's for. It is for making contacts. And I've seen that at embassy parties, at the Dutch embassy party, which I'm not invited to anymore. Did you, did you do something? <laughs> no, I brought my our mutual, <laughs> I brought our mutual Irish friend as a guest. <laughs> Never allowed back. Really? Well, because you can drink as much as you like, but you've got about three hours. Which, But everyone's networking, so no one's really boozing. Yeah. And I got the Irishman in, and we, we were giving it this, right? And What happened? Well, I, I remember I went to one of the bathrooms uh, for, a, for a quick slash, and I heard some commotion. <laughs> and in Dutch, I could hear the translation was, this is just ridiculous. This is unbelievable. And I looked, and it was my mate having a shit with the door open and <laughs> with his hat on, and shouting at people, don't look at me. He's <laughs> taking a shit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was in the embassy's residence. Which embassy? Well, the Dutch embassy, the Dutch yeah. One. Uh, and then he went on to ask because there was sort of a quiet music background. It's a garden party, and yeah. there was a DJ doing this sort of, you know, bits and pieces of classical music. And he went up to him and seriously, cons- he requested the fall. <laughs> <laughs> sort of twenty minutes. Oh, come on, mate, can you please play the fall in a very serious way, not as a joke. Did, uh, you, did you just never get invited back? No, no, I was never. Uh, was a letter sent to you saying? No, I wasn't sent either. <laughs> No, but I was well in. W- I could have gone back, but yeah. I, I would have been asked not to bring him along. But uh, I was quite close friends with a with a with a, a bloke who works there, who st- had stopped drinking these days. But we used to go out on little drinks. Uh, quite a funny guy. Uh, but I'm yeah. I'm just not not used to these these high class parties. I don't know if you. I mean, you. No, but that's the only reason that we hang out together because we we seem to head off together because we're not like that. But if you, you were seem to be more comfortable with it. No, do. not at all. No, I can tolerate it, but, but I don't like get, it. How did you get the invite to the Dutch Embassy? That's um, what. That's what I would. I nobody would ever send me an invite to the British Embassy. That's well, but th- that's th- that's a bit different. The Dutch Embassy isn't like the British Embassy. The, the right. British Embassy is a serious, very big place yeah. for, for big business. You know, I it's mean that British Embassy is it's like a British country house, isn't it's it? It's huge. Whatever it is, it's a square mile yeah. next to the next Emperor's. To yeah, yeah. Uh, and so the Dutch embassy is just this big house with a party, with a garden. And we, mm. we can have monthly events there if you want to. It's, it's much more low-key and, and Dutch kind of casualness. Is it because there's not so many Dutch people in? Well, that, yeah. There's only like a thousand or something. In, right. in, in, in so you could invite a thousand people there, couldn't you? Yeah, well, no, no one, not many people turn up, to be honest. Only a couple hundred turned so up. So is it an open invite if you're Dutch? 
Uh, you can ask to be invited. Yeah, they'll yeah. send you an invite, and and there'll be booze and there'll be uh, foods yeah. like l- like Dutch foods that you can yeah. you know. No, we we got only invited because of the we opened a Dutch bar. Yeah. Right, and then they heard about it, and then they wanted us to provide the food and stuff, mm. and which never ha- happened. But yeah, no, the amb- ambassador came to the pub once. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I found out he uh, was quite interested in ladyboys. <laughs> <laughs> Should you be saying that? <laughs> no, he, he has long since departed. This is right. a, this is about fifteen years ago. Oh, I mentioned the date now, <laughs> but uh, yeah, th- those parties—I mean, th- they're much more low key. They're not that much of networking parties. Yeah. And th- the one that I did like when they said, well, we've got to sing the national anthem now, and the national anthem starts, oh. and everything, and it sort of ends up with no one knows the words, yeah. and it sort of goes, well, yeah, yeah, and and then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's enough of that. Let's get on with it. So it's a bit more casual, but it's still too high for me. I still mm. don't like that atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, so I just go there to get extremely drunk. Because that that pl- that place, I've I've also been to that. Is it two rooms that place? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a big networking place, isn't it? Yes, it is. The bloke what runs that, who owns it, is lives down uh, near in Murugasaki. Yeah. Yeah, very nice, likable old fella. Because he g- lent the money to the two blokes who the two was it English and, and American? I don't know. Well, it's two foreigners who set it up. But that that place must be a gold mine. Yeah, mm. yeah, very. Is successful, it still going? Yeah. yeah, yeah, still there. It's also that, a bit that, of a, 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 a meat market. I mean, it's a, it's it's a real like like meat market. The the women over there, the men over there. There's yeah. a lot of secret signs and yeah, fingering next to bins. But that's a networking place. A lot of women go there to pick up rich men. Well, yes, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, that's not networking. That's just but, but <laughs> prostitution. Also, I think is the word. There's also a lot of networking going on there. Yeah, it's it's one of those trendy places for bankers to to relax, and then they make secret little deals with each other. One of my favourite places in Tokyo was the Heartland Bar. You know, at the bottom. Oh of my tower. God, I do know that. We yeah, that was excellent. Fantastic place. Um, Bottled beer only. Yeah. I once went in there with uh, Tom. Well, hang on. Explain what it is then. Oh, the Heartland Bar. You've got Heartland beer. Is it Japanese beer, isn't it? It's a beer made by Kirin. Kirin Heartland. Yeah. Yeah, It's one of their beers. And this bar, it's this trendy bar. And you, you wa- and it's at the bottom of Mori Tower. Now, Mori Tower looks like a big beer can. looks like somebody just put a beer can down in the middle of Tokyo. Yeah. And at the bottom of that, at the bottom of that tower block, there's a, there's the bar sort of tucked away, yeah. and you walk in, and there's a big white screen behind the bar that's got some artwork playing on, and there's a there's just tables around, and the bar is really trendy, and there's a little VIP section off to the right, isn't there? Yeah, nonsense. Yeah. Now I went in there with Tom and this other fella, and I walked in because I must look like somebody. I must look like somebody. Walked in, and immediately a staff. If the boss came from behind the bar and said, oh, do you want to get in? Do you want to go in here? I'm like, oh, all right, man. <laughs> so we went in there, and then they were bring, we were getting brought drinks, and we were sat there, and everybody coming in, were just looking over. And we were like, well, why have we been given this? And they overcharge you. no idea. <laughs> so, yeah, we just sat in there, and women, women were just coming in yeah. and having a drink with us. And I, I, I just said, who do, who do you think I am? thought we're famous Hitler's grandson maybe, maybe. <laughs> if escaped to Yorkshire yeah. uh, that I remember that bar particularly because that was the, the the biggest pickup place I've oh, ever yeah. seen in my you life could not put a foot wrong in that no place. that really was within five minutes you could be talking to ten women yeah. and going home with yeah anybody yeah. as well yeah it were like shooting fish in a barrel in that place yeah I remember I once took our Irish friend there <laughs> Who will not have any of that? You know, he's he's no, absolutely uh, well. He, he goes out to when he goes out to drink. He goes out to drink. He doesn't want to talk to women. He just wants to get hammered, and fair enough. You know, that's that's and he's not into to to picking up yeah. anybody. So I remember we went there and I said, "Let's have a quick beer here," which we did. We had about ten bottles because it was very cheap. It was one Five, coin, five hundred yen. Yeah, which is a steal. Yeah. So we had that. We had ten ten bottles within an hour. Or something like. well, yeah. So. It, we're quite hammered, and uh, I started talking to women, and, and I remember seeing him in the corner of my eye, uh, uh, trying to get out of the door on on all fours, and just hitting the door with his head. He just <laughs> <laughs> it was just a window; it wasn't even a door. He just yeah. hitting his head to the door for about twenty minutes, <laughs> and no one paid any attention to him. He was just in a corner on all fours. Yeah. 
But what a great place that was. The music was shit, though. Because in, in that tower, you've got all the big banks, haven't you? And all the big um, trading companies. Yeah. And they all come down. When, <clears> when all the markets close, they all come down and go in there. And then you've got loads of fucking rich Western men. Fucking loaded Western men. Well, uh, Tokyo Midtown's just over at Road. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I remember walking in there with the girlfriend at the time that I were with. I walked in sort of kind of in front of her. She were only maybe three seconds behind me and two women were on me immediately. Immediately. As I went to the bar and then just sort of looked behind and saw her and then just sort of peeled off. Mm. But it was that it was that easy. Yeah, and this was not it's not a we might be painting a picture of a prostitution bar. But it wasn't that bar. It no. wasn't a prostitution bar. It's not a, a working Girls it's bar. probably one of the only places in Japan where the Japanese women want backward in coming forward. Do you know mm. what I mean? They'd be on you like. Yeah. Like uh, now that place closed down. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, it's called something else now. I haven't why been why there for forever. Why did it close down? I, I, I can't understand why that place closed down. If there were one place in Tokyo that they thought will never close down, because that were that were a cornerstone. Of everybody's know, life. I Everybody who was single, that was a cornerstone of your life. That was amazing, that place, yeah. Then it became that other place. I never knew it was the other place. I must have gone by then. I must have been in school. No, no, the, the, there was another place, because that closed down. And then there was the place around the corner called A271 or something. No idea what that is. And that kind of replaced that, that kind what of What is Artland now? I don't know. A uh, Spanish restaurant or something? It? It, no, I don't know. But it, but it changed to something else. I remember going past it once and it was something again different it seemed to change like every couple it of months will, it will never be it will never get that spirit back will it no also because uh, uh, during the banking crash maybe that's why it closed yeah when the the financial crisis hit mm. all them bankers left mm. and that place was basically deserted then yeah. yeah 2008 when that happened i remember all the all the roofs of the banks and the trading companies the doors got locked because I think two or three people jumped, and then a, a big group email lock the fucking roof doors, mm. no smoking on the roofs. Yeah, I think that's why it closed. Seem to remember, yeah. But yeah, th there's different places open up similar. I mean, that that never disappears. That yeah. kind of a uh, yeah. that you remember that horrible place. Now that was a working woman's uh, bar called. Uh, uh, on the second floor in Oropongi, that famous shithole. Propaganda? No, 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 no. But in the same street, there's propaganda. I don't know. Oh, it was nasty. You'd come in there and it was just I smelling want, of just I want corner cum. I want a Rapongi man. Well, you didn't miss very much. I want really a Rapongi man. But there were some good bars there, legends, good drinking place. For, to watch some. Oh, yeah, football. good. There were legends, and then there was that Irish pub across the road, weren't there? Where you went downstairs into it. Oh, that's gone f long time. Yeah, yeah. the uh, well, like Shamrock or something. Yeah, I haven't been in. But my my haunt was would be Shinjuku. I'd, I'd go around Shinjuku, and then there was the Rolling Stone bar. Oh, that's closed long ago, there. yeah. I used to go there every weekend, every Saturday. Loved it. Yeah. Playing Rolling Stones music only for Gin the Tonics. Fucking great. Uh, Love that place. Yeah. Right, you've got to. I've got to get off now because I've. Uh, my wife is going to work. All right. Four forty, so I've got to get home, and do the babysitting. I think I'm going to drag the kids down the beach. Yeah. How about that for weather? Eh? What What time are you on? Uh. Well, my little Zoom thing has just started, so I'll slowly. I'm going to join that on the beach, I think. Right. Do you want to do, do you want to close up? Yes, we had a lovely little chat. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and I'm very happy to hear about we have a listener in Bradford. Is this right? Yeah. Your mate. And he's broken his foot. Yeah. Well, if you, well here's if you, to you, if boy. Finally, if you've made it to the end, you're a fucking glutton for, a glutton for punishment. I don't know what that means, but uh, good luck on a recovery. Three broken his leg in three parts. I think so, yeah. Get I right. I'll I'll get an email out to him when he recovers. But how much weight do you think he's going to put on? Oh, well, how long do you say he was laid up? I don't know, but a, br a broken leg in three places. That's quite right, a while. So, Two do months? the math. How much does that equate to in pounds? I'd say <laughs> I'd say uh, in pound 
30 pound if for is, two months. He is quite partial to banging it on. Well, I don't know about his private life. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about the weight. I'd say 30 pounds for two. 30 pounds? If it's two months. 30 pounds? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you said he's in his 50s, right? He's not, no. He's, young. he's about 10 or 15 years younger than me. Oh, I thought he was in his 50s. No, 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 no. And in that case, I'll go half. I'll say 15 pound. Yeah, it's maybe about 35. 15 pounds, so a stone. Months. For two months. Right. So half, if it's one month, half of that. I, I'll s- yeah, I'm probably, I'll probably go with that. I'll say a 14 pound a stone. Right, when he recovers, I'll get him to... I don't know what he's tipping at now, but I'll uh, I'll get him to weigh himself when he's when he's fully recovered and see how much he weighs. Right. Yeah. Well, good luck to him. Beterschap, as we say in Holland. Yeah. What? Beters quiz. Beterschap. 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 What does that mean? Well, uh, get well soon. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. We've said get well soon to you in two different languages. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see you when we see you. Ta-da. 